Is he that good of a basketball coach? I mean, what do I know? He's a good basketball coach. He's won something. He has he has won a national championship, though. He's had some really good players, but he has won a national championship. That's okay. It's not an easy thing to do. I'll tell you how. Yes, Ryan. The players hear about the Ouch Oops program at the U of A, and they're like, I want to be a part of that. Yes. I can't be offended. I won't be hurt. Exactly. And I can play ball exactly. and, and live in the zone. No? Ouch Oops. Ouch. You know, I said Ouch was this guy, uh, Book Richardson. Uh, and he wasn't the only one. Ten people overall. He was one of four coaches, all assistants, all assistant coaches to be, uh, to be arrested and charged with, uh, I, mean, well, I mean, all kinds of corruption and bribery charges. That that's the uh, that's the description of the charges. Uh, he's out on bond right now. Apparently, listen, the NCAA didn't even know about this. The FBI has been looking into this for two years. Dude, the FBI has been looking into this for two years. This is not just some NCAA investigation. FBI and this guy, Book Richardson, was in charge of getting the good basketball players over here. As a matter of fact, some five star recruit. Uh, committed last month, I believe it was, to the U of A. Did he get paid? Nobody knows who the player is that got paid, but apparently the FBI has in their report, there were wiretaps, things like that, where Book Richardson was talking to a uh, an agent who was got arrested, and he, I guess he got fired, too, from his agency and started his own agency. Uh, he needed more money to give to this player. The agent said, sure. Who was the player? And apparently, uh, is the player on the team currently? We don't know who this player is. We don't know who this player is. Uh, FBI wiretap. This is from the local paper. FBI wiretap recorded a June conversation. You ready for this? Uh, between uh, Book Richardson and this guy that was, his name's Christian Dawkins. Christian Dawkins. Uh, this guy, Christian Dawkins, apparently told the FBI uh, and, an, and, uh, and uh, an undercover agent at the FBI, or from the FBI. The path to securing commitments from college athletes was through assistant coaches. The head coach ain't willing to take bribes because they're making too much money and it's too risky. Wow. So this guy Dawkins was talking to U of A's Book Richardson. The two talked about a high school basketball player that Richardson was going to pay to come play for the U of A. Huh. Well, that's not good. They have this all recorded. Wow. This this is some big stuff. So before I get any further, uh, you know, this guy's in charge of getting the big players. Was there just a lot of pressure? I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on this guy. You got to get the players to come. How do you convince someone to come to Tucson, Arizona? Is it cash? I mean, do do you think that it's maybe the... uh, the program that Loot built, that won national championships, that has the, pre- the prestige behind it, guys going to the NBA. Now, here's the thing, though. Uh, you got guys going to the NBA, and I don't Have you noticed there hasn't been, like, the ultra-successful U of A guy? There are some good guys that have gone early. Who was the guy? He went number two overall about six, seven years ago. Do you remember? To the Minnesota Timberwolves. Do you remember? Are you a basketball fan, Jack? No. You're, you're not? You're a U of A. Jack's your training. He's a young guy. You're a U of A student right now. <laughs> You're not a basketball fan? Um, I am, but I don't follow it that much. Well, then you're of no help. And there were some guys, number two in the draft. That's all right. Number two in the draft. There's some other guys uh, that have gone. I mean, Iguodala's a pretty good player, but that was back in the day. He's getting old now. Um, Wasn't it Bibby? No, that was way back in the day. Well, I'm back in the day. That was way back in the day. This was a small forward. He's kind of a tweener between a small forward and a power forward. Uh, he was a great college player and just couldn't quite cut it in the uh, the NBA. Not to the... 
what people expected or thought or anything like that. Uh, anyway. Uh, or Cannon? No, don't, don't, no, no. that's somebody else that just got drafted this past year. Don't, oh. don't anymore. Derek Williams, that's the guy. Derek, uh, Derek Williams. Oh, yep. yeah. oh, Derek? Remember Derek Williams? Yeah, I remember. No. You're such a fool. Classic Derek. Classic so, Derek. <laughs> so here's the situation. You have um, this FBI wiretap. Had Richardson meet with, uh, with, with someone and an undercover FBI agent, another person that was part of the 10 people arrested. And Richardson um, accepted a $5,000 cash bribe. A few weeks later, this Christian Dawkins told an undercover agent that Richardson needed another fifteen grand to secure the player, who this Christian Dawkins identified as a top point guard in the country. Ooh, we just got a commitment recently, didn't we, over here in Tucson? Anyway, uh, on July 20th, in a meeting at Sud's New Jersey office, Richardson collected the $15,000 and told... Told this other guy part of it. So an undercover agent that the player and an undercover FBI agent that a player in question had committed, but his mother was asking for more money because she didn't know what I was already doing for her. The for her son, the complaint says. So the mom was asking for more money. She didn't know what uh, what they already gave to the kid. And there was a meeting in August between Book Richardson and he told this Christian Dawkins and this other guy uh, which current U of A basketball players he intended to steer to Christian Dawkins new management company because that's what it was. This, this guy would get paid bribes. They'd get these great players to the U of A. And then after a year or two, they leave to go to the NBA. And uh, they really, 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 these players really count on coaches, whether it's Sean Miller or other coaches. I mean, they get recruited by this Book Richardson. They have a bond with him. And then Book Richardson tells them, hey, you know what? If you need an agent, you probably should go with this guy right here. And then that agent makes a percentage of the multi-million dollar contracts these guys sign in the NBA. So that's where the whole cycle is in that aspect. And then Adidas is involved because, well, they want to get a piece of these guys to sign with Adidas. They go to schools where Adidas is, then they want to go to the NBA, here to sign a deal with Adidas, you were with them, you can make money, Adidas makes money. That's how this whole thing happens. So the question is, again, this book Richardson got paid two hundred thirty-five grand last year. Did he really need twenty thousand dollars out desperately? I mean, who knows what was going on in his personal life? Nobody, nobody has any idea. Was he just doing it because that was part of the game? Uh, if he didn't bring in these players, was he going to get canned? He is—he's uh, been with the U of A for nine years. He was with Sean Miller for a couple of years when he was at Xavier. So he's been with Sean Miller for eleven years. Of course, uh, nobody at the U of A uh, knew about this. Sean Miller didn't know about it. Do these players magically get here? based on the U of A lore, or is it because of the bribes? So then the question is going to be, it's almost like a politician. What did Sean Miller know, and when did he know it? So uh, needless to say, I got an email yesterday from the U of A athletics department that today they were supposed to have a big press uh, open to the press, the players, the coaches, all talking to the press, getting ready, and that was canceled. That was postponed. It was postponed. Postponed. Uh, so this this is uh, this is some crazy stuff, isn't it? Uh, th- this is not good. It's not good for here. What if the U of A basketball program goes downhill? What if, you know that's going to be devastating for Tucson. You do realize that, right? Like this is just the beginning. I don't know if I don't know if people realize just how bad this is. U of A could face. I mean, it could face no charges. It could be nothing. It could be this guy acting on his own, and they can't connect anything to Sean Miller because maybe Sean Miller is he's innocent, and maybe he'll remain that way. I don't know. However, however, uh, if 
if this does tie back to the school, they could face severe penalties. They could lose scholarships. They could be uh, they could be not allowed to take part in any of the uh, NCAA basketball tournaments, uh, the NIT, the NCAA, the big one, uh, severe fines, you name it. When that happens, really good players don't want to go to these kinds of schools. And we know this town, U of A, is a basketball town. This is what we know so far. Uh, This guy basically was taking bribes to get players. He was paying players to come to the U of A. And this is what it says right here. The other guy, so it's basically, uh, there's 10 people involved. But yeah, Book Richardson, he did a lot of stuff in the FBI. The FBI was watching him with this Christian Dawkins, an agent who started his own agency, who's trying to get these guys once they come out of school, and Munish sued. Dawkins and Sued, those are the two guys that paid Richardson 20 grand in bribes, some of which, according to the complaint, Richardson appears to have kept for himself, and some of which he appears to have provided to at least one prospective high school basketball player. So basically, again, yeah, you're paying somebody to come to, to Tucson to play. You can comment, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I don't, you know, I don't know what you're going to say, too. This can't be the only place. I mean, there were three other coaches, USC's assistant coach. Uh, who else? I think it was Auburn. Um, didn't really matter. It's four coaches overall. Did we pay Shaq's son? Because I know he's coming to the We school. don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure Shaq's son doesn't need the money. I know. I know. <laughs> it's an incentive. We don't know that. There, We don't know who the player is or how many players. Mm. Nobody's been named yet. Gotcha. I told uh, you he's coming because of Ouch Oops. Ouch, oops, attracts them all. I don't think so. You know what? I don't think so. Maybe anyway, uh, but but that's a great point, though. Shaq, (laughs) you know, Shaq has more, you know, more money than we'll ever have in our lifetimes. Uh, So obviously, you don't have to pay his kid to get here. Um, Shaq's son, he wasn't like the greatest, but I think he was one of the top fifty recruits. He's he's tall, he's big, he he can rebound, he can block shots. I heard he, I read he doesn't have the greatest offensive game, but he's a kid. You know, he's not even a. He's not even, he's a freshman, you know, they they could develop something. Anyway, did Shaq want his son to come here because Sean Miller is that good of a coach? So maybe he is that good of a coach. Maybe this guy was going rogue. We just don't know. But more is going to come out. More is going to come out. Is it going to come out today, tomorrow? Who knows? But there will be more that does come out. Uh, And you can comment. But this this is devastating. Devastating. To the University of Arizona and devastating to Tucson because it is a it's a major thing, right? Look at U of A's football team, not looking too good. ASU, the, the, honestly, the only like good te- good basketball team and the Suns are all right. Eh, they're getting both, but the only good team in the state is like the Arizona Wildcats. Think about it. Cardinals are terrible this year. Coyotes are rebuilding. The Diamondbacks, okay, Diamondbacks, they only made the playoffs. Sorry, that, that's they clinched. I got it. I got it. But uh, I mean, they are a, they're a major major player. Anyway, we'll continue. 625. Uh, there's more to this. Uh, we have, oh, man. Uh, there, there's just in, there's interesting column in, in today's local paper about this as well. I mean, it's it's not looking good. These, these things don't end well. Let's put it that way. They don't end well at all. Uh, so we'll continue. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, right here. KNST AM 792, Sons. Most stimulating talk to Roy Moore. Shockwaves, shockwaves going through D.C. The establishment, guys like Jeff Flake, they are down 21. He's down 21 points to Kelly Ward. 21 points to Kelly Ward. 
And he told Morning Joe, we played it yesterday. Well, he doesn't put a lot of stock into, into off-year polls. Oh, yeah? Now all of a sudden you're making all these appearances, trying to look good, not looking too good. As a matter of fact, we'll talk about that and, uh, and Roy Moore and this baby. And this win is huge. You know the, who was also a gigantic loser? Oh, wait till you get that. Oh, and you know what we need to start off with also coming about six minutes? Uh, they have an empathy tent at Berkeley. A frigging empathy tent. Empathy tent. Are you, do you know what happens in the empathy tent? Oh, I'll tell you what happens. This is too much. We'll get to that. Don't you go anywhere. 633 on KNST. Here's the latest from Fox.org. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 641, thank you for hanging out. Uh, listen, if you get out of your car, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. You get to work, you can listen to your desk at KNST.com. Uh, just download the free app. It's, again, free. That's why I call it the free app. For your phone, your tablet, whatever the hell you want. iHeartRadio app, it's awesome. Uh, also, I have a channel there, find it. You follow it. What? Is that wrong? Is that my too demanding? Am I too demanding? Okay, it's Garrett Lewis. Just search Garrett Lewis. You'll see it. Like, we have all kinds of things there. Ryan even put, like, the whole, my take on kneeling and how we should, we need to just, we need to totally take over the whole kneeling thing. Every time something bothers you, just take a knee. Just do it. Just do it. Wife tells you to do something, take a knee. Let me know how that works out. Anyway, uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, you have a basketball coach, uh, Book Richardson. Busted, arrested, now we're finding out details. He took about $20,000 in bribes trying to pay players to come to the U of A. That's not looking good. Uh, the question is going gonna, is gonna to linger. Did Sean Miller know about this? Was he like the President of the United States where you just don't leave, you leave the President out so that he can't get caught? Eh. Second thing that I think you need to know, big win in Alabama for the people that like Trump. Uh, the establishment guy that Trump did back, Trump was trying to play nice, got bad advice. Uh, the establishment guy, Luther Strange, lost by 10 points, tens of millions of dollars poured from Mitch McConnell's super PACs to try to get Luther Strange in the Senate. And the guy, Roy Moore, won by 10 frigging points. Dude, it's a new day in this country. People have the free flow of information, man. Uh, we'll talk about that. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, we have tax cuts coming out soon. Sometime this morning, they're going to release tax cuts. What, what is it going to be? Uh, uh, all kinds of tax cuts. Are the rich going to pay more? How much are you going to pay less? How many brackets will there be? We'll find out. Keep it here. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, I have a whole bunch of college stories also. whole bunch of college stories. I got to get, we have football stories. We have it all. We have it all. Now get this. Uh, apparently, um, at Berkeley, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but at Berkeley, they have, well, they have crazy people there. And they have people on the right, I, when I was in college, I just didn't care. Like, I was working. I didn't want to, I would care, protest. I don't care about what you think. I just, if I cared about you, think I'd ask you, right? And you'd ask me. But apparently, at Berkeley, this is from foxnews.com, there was a fight in an empathy tent. In the empathy tent, they got into a fight. You got to love at Berkeley. Four people were arrested. Apparently, there were people on the left, people on the right. They argue, then they apparently go to the empathy tent where they can all, like, hug it out and just hang out. Apparently, there was no hugging going on. Is, what is wrong with these people? What is wrong with them? Is it really worth it? Who cares? Anyway, uh, apparently the tent almost came down. Conservative students and leftist activists, according to the LA Times, were, were 
just kind of fighting each other. Edwin Fultz reportedly used the tent for talks about the virtues of meditation and Occupy Wall Street when he was in there. Yeah, tried to foster, yeah, a meditation, yeah, empathy tent, empathy tent. Dude, and the people that were, by the way, uh, some people that were arrested, they were adults. One guy, Eddie Robinson, 47. What is he doing on the Berkeley campus? He's like, getting an education. Like, like an old pervert or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> the guy that, the protest was led by Joey Gibson. He's the brown guy that Nancy Pelosi called a white supremacist. Led the Patriot Prayer Group. He called for a rally after student organizers canceled the uh, planned free speech week because he can't have free speech, right? I don't like it, so you shut up. Anyway, uh, some left-wing activist, Yvonne Falarka, arrested for battery and resisting arrest, police said. Now, here's the best part of the whole story, okay? Best part. Uh, oh, oh I, I love this. One guy was 20, part of the leftist group, had a banned weapon, arrested for carrying a banned weapon. Which was what? I don't know. Just says banned weapon. Who, who was it? Slingshot? Is a gun? Who knows? Who knows? What kind of guy is this? Uh, A dope. But this is the best right here. David Marquis identified himself as a senior at Berkeley. Said he was tired of the protests on campus. This this is like exactly what America thinks. He was outside the protest area and he described the scene. You ready for this? He told the LA Times, if you look at him, it's ridiculous. You got a guy with purple hair with an effing lightsaber talking about Hitler. It's hard for me to take any of this seriously. And that's the point. If you see a guy, maybe you're going to the U of A today, if you see a guy in the U of A campus with purple hair and an effing lightsaber talking about Hitler, I pro- you should probably ignore him too. These are the people protesting on Berkeley's campus. I have a lightsaber, purple hair, telling you about Hitler. Hitler. Most people are like, you got to be freaking kidding me. You've, I mean, enough is enough. Uh, so that's, that's one of my favorite. We have a whole bunch of college stories. I have another one we'll get to in the next hour where apparently a giant beach ball was scaring college students. A giant... Free speech beach ball caused college students to call the campus police. We'll get to that uh, real quick. Um, this this is the best right here. So, I, again, I just want you to know my take about this whole situation in Alabama. Establishment people are going to sweat, sweat. There's a reason why Jeff Flake, like I said, Talking to the media. In seven years, have you heard Jeff Flake say anything more than a peep about Obamacare? Because I haven't. All of a sudden, he is. He's trying to win. You're right. He's down 21 points to Kelly Ward, acting like he doesn't care. He cares. He cares a lot. He's on Fox News just a few minutes ago, talking in a very monotone voice. You know, part of it is is not just the substance, but the style. And if you sound boring as hell, it's hard to take you freaking seriously. Like, get some fire. I don't think you really care. If you did, you hear what happened. You know, we'll have to get some of the sound bites for they using the newscast because the guy is so boring. Um, when you start talking about this, it's really just hard. That Obamacare is just really damaging for Arizonans. I mean, they're paying more now for their mortgage than their health insurance. Are you taking this seriously like I am? Where's some passion, man? Jeez, this guy's is like he's like a like a wet paper towel. He's so damn boring. Blends into the wall. Anyway. You know who was the big giant loser? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. I was going to say Hillary Clinton. Well, that's well, she is. <laughs> but Mitch McConnell lost. Uh, this is a, a person that could have worked, I guess, with Mitch and kept the establishment going. Dude, they are nervous as hell. You know what happened? I think a big problem, Luther Strange, what he had, he's Mitch McConnell's guy. Mitch McConnell's super PACs backed him. People know this now. Ten years ago, people don't know this stuff. Now you got the internet, talk radio, putting out all this information. We know it. We get it. We give it to you. And, and people aren't believing the regular media anymore because they're not reporting these kinds of things. It's a big deal. you got to follow the money. And then on top of that, 
Mitch McConnell couldn't get health care done. These stupid Republicans screaming for seven years, we got this, we got it. Trump gets in there, they got Republican everything. Can't do it. Couldn't do it last month, can't do it now. So why should we back a guy that's backed by the guy that couldn't get health care done? Why should we back a guy backed by McConnell who couldn't get health care done? Couldn't get Obamacare repealed? We've had it with you. You're do-nothing, you, you're lying, you get nothing done. We're over it. So I think that was a big part of it. Nobody in Alabama wanted to vote for a guy who was going to represent not getting Obamacare repealed after they said they'd do it for seven years. People are pissed. And that's why, Jeff Flake, you're going to start to see more of him, because all of a sudden, he's not taking Kelly Ward seriously. He still thinks no matter what, you're going to go up and show up and vote for him. And it ain't going to happen. And he's started now. All of a sudden, he's starting to get the picture. It's starting to sink in a little bit for Jeff Flake. Just a little bit. Uh, let me tell you something. This Roy Moore guy, you want to know why he was elected? One, he's not Luther Strange. He's not one of these failed Republicans. He's not backed by failed Republicans. He also said, maybe this will shake some sense into Trump, too. He also said he's against DACA. He's against DREAM, because Dream, Dream Act never even passed anything. He said it, never, it, it didn't go through Congress. He's against amnesty. You know what he's for? The Raise Act. And you're going to hear him get attacked. He's very Christian, and he's this, and he's that. So what? You know what I care about? Jobs, securing the damn border, making sure terrorists are out of here, and jobs, oh, and jobs, and jobs, and my health insurance. What about jobs? And jobs. Jobs, too. And by the way, the Trumpster tweeted out something this morning I found very interesting. Very interesting. Um, tweeted out, with one yes vote in hospital, and very positive signs from Alaska and two others, McCain is out. We have health care vote, but not for Friday. What? We will have the votes for health care, but not for the reconciliation deadline of Friday, after which we need 60, get rid of filibuster rule. Wow. Huh. Interesting stuff, isn't it? Interesting stuff. Huh. So anyway, that's the latest. I'm telling you, these guys are sweating. Again, I mentioned earlier in the hour, if you missed it, Bob Corker, senator from Tennessee. Establishment guy, buffoon. And just typical slimy, slick-talking, snake-oil salesman Republican politician said, I'm not going to seek re-election. And this is exactly, if you remember the stories, I don't know if you do, maybe you didn't hear them, the establishment was very nervous if Luther Strange didn't win and this grassroots guy won, the guy the people wanted won, it's going to make people like Jeff Flake and other swamp monsters like Bob Corker think maybe I should retire instead of getting my butt kicked in an election. In a primary. It's embarrassing. i got to keep my pride. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. All right, we have uh, more news, by the way, about the uh, the NFL. Uh, getting numbers, ratings, so far, year to year. How much are they down? Do you have any idea how much they are down? Year to year ratings in the NFL. Oh, it's not looking good. Not looking good at all. I'll get it to you. It's coming up. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Came Mahmoud Abdul Raouf after his first couple of years in the league, and that's when America became bad. We're oppressive. Of course, it's not like when he, he became Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, where there's lots of guys with that name out in Saudi Arabia, where they throw gay people off of buildings uh, and arrest them for being gay, and women are treated like third class citizens. Yeah, America's, they're definitely the oppressors, obviously. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? 
Yeah, so that's what happened there. Now there was polling done. Because there's always polling done. Because people are like, what is going on? Did You know, what did Trump do? Now, it wasn't Trump. Trump. And the love of the media. The media is Trump's. Pre- he is just preoccupied. He can't do these things. Dude, he talked for like an hour and a half last Friday in Alabama. This was about two minutes of what he talked about, this NFL thing. Two minutes. He needs to do more for Puerto Rico. They are. Every hour. He's The Puerto Rican lawmakers are like, we want to thank President Trump. He's doing everything he possibly can. Everything he possibly can. Anyway, Remington Research Group. They primarily work with Republicans. Apparently, they were one of the few polling firms to predict the Trump victory last year. They did a poll. Uh, 46% of adults who voted in the last presidential election have a favorable opinion of Trump. 37 have a favorable opinion of the NFL. 12% like the NFL commissioner. Nobody really likes him. So anyway, what, what's going on right here? Uh, it says here. of Americans are less likely to watch football because of the protests. Dude, half? Half. 30% are more likely. Wow. Uh, There was a Reuters poll. 61% of Americans did not support the stance Colin Kaepernick was taking when that happened. That was a year ago. People didn't like this. I want to watch football. I don't want you to tell me politics. I don't turn on football to, to try to tell me how to live my life. So people didn't like this a year ago. They definitely don't like it now. This Remington found 19% of Americans have watched more football this year, but 51% have watched less. So our ratings are down 11%, according to Nielsen. Of those watching, 69% say it's because they do not, uh, of those watching less, I should say. Why are they watching less? 69% say it's because they don't appreciate players using the NFL as a stage for their political views. There it is. And yet these idiots, I mean, these owners are supposed to be free market capitalists, right? Supposed to understand this stuff. You don't spit in the eye of your customer. They don't get it. They don't get it. Um, NFL TV ratings fell last year compared to the year prior. Oh, really? 2017 began with two weeks in a row of falling ratings. Uh, Week three showed growth, though mostly because strong viewership Monday night when people tuned in to find out uh, what was going to happen with this protest stuff. That's why. They weren't tuning in to watch football. They were tuning in to find that it was going to be a mess. It was going to be a car wreck. The Remington poll says about 70% of Americans consider uh, themselves a fan of the NFL. 80% of Americans want less politics from sporting events. 80%. I mean, it's right there. It's there. It's crazy. Um, So you think the NFL would be all over this. All over this. And they're still doing the wrong thing. Still doing the wrong thing. Now when asked if NFL players should stand and be respectful during the anthem, 64% said yes. 25% no. 11% said not sure. Who are those people that are hard to sure? I don't know, idiots. But 64% said yes. What is it going to take for these dopey NFL owners and the commissioner and the rest of these guys to say, maybe we should do something about this, huh? Maybe we should. 33% of Democrats have watched more football this year, and 33% have watched less. Republicans, 12% have watched more, 66% watch less. I thought it was a very interesting poll in that aspect. So basically it shows that the people are backing Trump. Like they, like you know they were, and they would. You, you knew it. You knew it. Let's play some sound bites. actually. Trump was asked about this. He had a press conference with the Spanish Prime Minister yesterday, 
Uh, he is, uh, he's asked by a reporter, basically, and you couldn't hear the reporter, so I didn't put it in there. It's going to be, um, number 128 and we'll open it up because we'll pause it for reaction. Uh, the Trumpster was asked basically, Hey, uh, you think you're uh, preoccupied with the NFL stuff and you should concentrate more on Puerto Rico. And this is what happened. Here we go. Well, I wasn't preoccupied with the NFL. I was, uh, ashamed of what was taking place because to me that was a very important moment i don't think you can disrespect our country our flag our national anthem Uh, to me the nfl situation is a very important situation i've heard that before about was i preoccupied not at all not at all i have plenty of time on my hands all i do is work and to be honest with you that's an important function of working it's called respect for our country many people have died Many, many people. Many people are so horribly injured. I was at Walter Reed Hospital recently, and I saw so many great young people, and they're missing legs, and they're missing arms, and they've been so badly injured. And they were fighting for our country. They were fighting for our flag. They were fighting for our national anthem. And for people to disrespect that by kneeling during the playing of our national anthem, I think is disgraceful. So uh, I will also say that, again, I read you part of his quote, but the governor of Puerto Rico is so thankful for the great job that we're doing. We did a great job in Texas, a great job in Florida, a great job in Louisiana. We hit little pieces of Georgia and Alabama. And uh, frankly, we're doing, and it's the most difficult job because it's on the island. It's on an island in the middle of the ocean. It's out in the ocean. You can't just drive your trucks there from other states. And uh, the governor said, we are doing a great job. In fact, he thanked me specifically for FEMA and all of the first responders in Puerto Rico. And we're also mentioning with that the U.S. Virgin Islands. It was devastated. So we are totally focused on that. But at the same time, it doesn't take me long to put out a wrong, and maybe we'll get it right. I think it's a very important thing for the NFL to not allow people to kneel during the playing of our national anthem, to respect our country and to respect our flag. Okay? Thank you. There you go. In your face. Uh, forgot that's not very presidential. That's pretty freaking presidential, isn't it? Isn't it? By the way, DirecTV. First time ever offering refunds. People are calling up saying, I've had it with the NFL. And DirecTV, normally, once you buy it, it's done. You can't get your money back. Like 300 bucks for the NFL package. Watch whatever game you want. And apparently they've been inundated. And DirecTV is like, you know what? We're, we'll give you your money back. People want their refunds, man. Uh, and something else. I saw this. I meant to, I didn't get a chance to mention it yesterday. This, I mean, you hear President Trump, you see what people want, and this is like the NFL. They just don't get it. Odell Beckham Jr., really good football player, great wide receiver, New York Giants, right? Star in this league. Caught a touchdown on Sunday. You know what he did? Uh, he decided to get down all, on all fours and lift his leg like he was peeing, like he was urinating. And they asked him after the game, why'd you do that? Was that for Trump? And he said, yep, you're catching on. Well, he tweeted that. Somebody tweeted him. I don't know, but maybe, uh, but you, you think maybe Odell, Bell, Odell Beckham Jr.'s I'm a dog display comment was in reference to being a son of a bee. And he responded back on Twitter, if you if you seen that, I have to tip my hat to you for thinking outside the box. Hashtag, you're right on point. Impressed. So he acted like he was a dog urinating. Classy, isn't it? Classy. So that's the latest on the uh, the NFL stuff. Dude, they're all nervous. They are all nervous. 
Um, and uh, and Trump's going to win this one again too. He's going to win it. He, dude, dude, the guy somehow always always wins it. Uh, there's a story also Steelers, um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Apparently, they're getting a boycott. Fans are mad. The owner sent out some dopey email, the owner of the Steelers. We just didn't want to get caught up in the controversy and not be political. When you tell your people to stand, to stay in the locker room and not come out for the anthem, that is political. You know what the best way to, to do something was? Get out there and stand on the sideline, hand over your heart, be respectful, play the game. Right? Are oh, they be called the Pittsburgh Kneelers now instead of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, boy. Yeah, apparently... Um, People are mad. Uh, the owner of a Pittsburgh sports store says problems started Monday morning. Uh, fans are very, very upset. Uh, they are boycotting the Steelers. And they love the Steelers there in Pittsburgh. There's not much to like in Pittsburgh besides that. It's true. Well, their hockey team's a bunch of dirt bags. Anyway. Uh, yeah, they're, facing, they're, they're getting ready. They're facing a boycott. People don't want to go to even Pittsburgh locally owned sporting goods stores and buy their stuff. It's going to affect business. Man, oh man, oh man. It's not looking too good there. Uh, there's more. We'll get to more from the uh, the NFL later on in the show uh, because it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's insane. It's insane what's going on. And you could comment too, but you know this was going to happen. People agree. doesn't it? It's across party lines. Even Democratic Senator Joe Manchin said, yeah, those guys need to stand and respect the flag and the anthem. I mean, it's, it's when did that become bad? Right. And, you know, they're, they're protesting everything now all over the place, taking a knee, college campuses. People all of a sudden are like the biggest babies. All you have to do is people are afraid to say the word no. Did you hear what there's a, a, co- a bunch of college kids protesting now on a college campus? Do you know why they're protesting? You have to hear this to believe it. I'll get it to you in five. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Step 727. How you doing? Oh, man, the winning just keeps on happening. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, don't forget, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. It'd be cool. We can stay in touch that way. Even when I'm not here, again, access 24-7. You'll feel as lucky as my wife. <clears throat> so cheesy. But it's all right. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, really quick, this is, this is just the one part of the letter that the uh, Steelers owner, uh, Rooney, sent out. This, this is the, Ready for this? He sent it to Steelers, to Steelers Nation, because he's mad. Because people like I've had enough. I'm bur- burning jerseys, doing this, doing that. He hate they. They can't. St- the fans can't stand it, right? So this dopey owner actually admits the intentions of Steelers players were to stay out of the business of making political statements by not taking the field. Unfortunately, that was interpreted as a boycott of the anthem, which was never our players' intention. It's exactly what happened. They boycotted the anthem, genius. Oh, gosh. Stupid. They are biting the hand that feeds them. And I'm getting emails from people. How could these really smart people that have gotten so far in life be so stupid? Guilt? I don't know. They're in their bubble. They have people telling them things and making them feel better. Yeah, you should do this. You know what it is? Everybody's being too politically correct. That's what it comes down to. You're being way too politically correct. Um, Apparently, also, uh, I guess, Hardwick Clothing. America's oldest suit maker pulling its ads from the NFL. Yep. Um, the CEO, Alan Jones, said, we're done. We're done. 
Uh, two years ago, Cleveland, Tennessee businessman Alan Jones was proudly showing off his newly acquired Hardwick clothing brand suits by providing the wardrobe for NBC's on-air talent during the network's broadcast of NFL football games. But after the NFL players and coaches challenged, pre- challenged President Trump, all this other stuff, blah, 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 Jones said he is through sponsoring the wardrobes or advertising on stations that air the National Football League. Whoa. Jones, CEO of the payday lending chain Check Into Cash and owner of Hardwick Clothes, America's oldest suit maker, tweeted his criticism and change of heart Tuesday. So he said, I've had enough. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, it's true. I remember Rooney. Rooney did give Obama money. Yeah. Back in 08. It broke Russia's heart. Yeah. I, I, it's guilt, man. It's guilt. We could do better. That, you know, another smart guy that fell for the uh, slick talking ton of, uh, tongue of a politician, which doesn't happen anymore. By the way, all these owners have to do is literally say no. Say no to everybody and everything. I mean, I say to my four-and-a-half-year-old, I'm done, really? You're done? Yeah, I'm done with dinner. You're, you're full? Yeah, I'm full. Well, you don't have enough uh, room for dessert. Yeah, I do. Well, then you better eat more. And don't tell me no. Don't you tell me no. I'm not getting tricked yet. You're only four-and-a-half. You'll trick me in about ten years. And then he gets up and takes a knee. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. No, it wouldn't. You go in a, you go in a thinking time. Um, I'm on a, on a knee. Exactly. On a knee. <laughs> And that's why you have all these stupid college students. You saw it here at the U of A. And we've talked about this. They put like a 19-page 19 pages request to the old U of A president. Uh, Jack, I think it was before you went to the U of A. Uh, but I even have it. 19 pages. It was every single group except for straight white males. It was the LGBT. It was Hispanic group. It was black group. It was the, it was the uh, Native American. It was the chick group. It was the this. Every single group there was. They demanded stuff. They just stupid. We want free dental dams. I swear to God. Dental dams. They wanted free uh, free uh, uh, protection, condoms. They wanted free what tampons. Is this? this is, I think, two or three years ago. I'll even show it to you. They wanted all this stuff like they're entitled to it. And instead of just saying no, they tried to sweet talk. They would just say, hey, players, you're upset? No. Your job, you get paid a lot of money, show up on that sideline, and play football. Do whatever you want on your own time. But I pay you. You know what it is? It's like, okay, here. And I'll be perfectly honest. Okay, the day after the election, Trump won. It was a long night. It was a good night. We were, we were tired. Ryan puts up a Trump sign on, on the glass right Wait, now. why does it got to be Ryan? Because you did it. Because I did. Ryan put up a Trump. <laughs> we, we here at, at, in our studio, we have a big glass thing. It's like a fishbowl. And you can see it from outside. So a salesperson who didn't agree with our opinion. And we, I never push my politics on anybody in this place. Nope. She walks in. She sees the Trump sign, and she starts giving us the finger through the glass. Just a random person? No, no, the, a salesperson no longer works here. Oh, okay. An employee. Employee. Literally. At that time, was an yes. employee. Apparently, yeah. she's so mad about that that she thinks it's okay to give us the finger, like a lot. And then she comes out, comes back with a with her phone and takes pictures of it. Is that why she doesn't work here anymore? Well, there's a reason. Okay. She takes Different. pictures of it, and then she posts on social media about how mad she is that this is at her workplace. Our, our boss at the time, our, t- our boss at the time, hey, stop talking. Our boss at the time comes back, goes, guys, can you just do me a favor and take that? You know what? Okay, we will. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. We're not here to push politics. It's a workplace. Guess what? The NFL is a workplace, too. If you're not there to, you're there for your work. What if you go into your work and you start talking about Trump being great and people get mad about it? Your boss is going to say, hey, stop doing that. That's what these NFL players are doing, and they think they have the right to do it. Sure, and the boss has the right to fire you, and the boss has the right to tell you no. We have Quick Trip right across over there. If I walk over there, I mean, if somebody's wearing Obama shirt, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to go. But 
Say somebody's wearing a Trump shirt that works there, and somebody call. Oh, I'm offended by that, and they call Quick Quick Trick Management. They're going to go get that shirt off, and that's that's what they have every right to do. That you're on their time, exactly. And these NFL players, get over yourself. Oh, they have every right. Sure, and at they, home, at, at, well, the, the only someplace else. The 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 only, the only right they really have though is they can't. The government can't tell them to not do it. Their employer can tell them not to do it, but the government can't tell them to do it. So this is just overblown and ridiculous. Anyway, we'll get to this uh, coming up in about uh, six minutes. College students, the latest protest there, and apparently they're afraid of a, a giant blown-up beach ball. You have to hear this to believe it because things are written on it. It's coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 742, thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, you have a basketball coach, assistant, I'm sorry, assistant basketball coach, uh, Book Richardson. Uh, Details coming out about the arrest. Feds were tracking this for two years. NCAA didn't even know about it. He was one of uh, four uh, assistant basketball coaches arrested by the feds, uh, basically charged with taking uh, bribes to get players to go to the U of A. He was getting bribes, giving some of the ca- keeping some of the cash, giving some of the cash to players to play at the U of A. That's what he's being accused of. Uh, there's an uh, an agent involved, Adidas involved. Not looking good for the U of A. Not looking good. Uh, so now Sean Miller's going to have to answer questions. Did you know about this? Did you know about this? I had to get these great players. To, the, to Tucson. Second thing that I think you need to know, the establishment got drained, got nailed yesterday. A swamp is being drained. Establishment took a hit yesterday. Luther Strange, the establishment's pick in Alabama, beaten by a more Trumpian candidate, even though Trump didn't back him. But Trump's the vehicle. We're the voice. Uh, Roy Moore won by 10 points. Tens of millions of dollars spent by the establishment. Couldn't get the establishment guy a win. Somewhere Jeff Flake is very, very nervous. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, and this is another one apparently we'll find out at some point this morning about uh, taxes, baby. Uh, the Trump administration, Republicans, going to put out their idea to have tax reform, to cut taxes for, is it everyone? Uh, apparently there's reports they may hike taxes on the rich people who pay like everything. So uh, we'll just have to see. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, uh by the way, I got a couple of calls. I know the Pittsburgh Penguins in the last couple of years. I'm an Islanders fan. I hate them. They stink. Uh, secondly, another person, what about if this, the taking the knee happens to hockey? Then I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed also. It's not going to happen, though. Just telling you, it's not going to happen. Um, now, everybody wants to protest everything. That's why, again, I did yesterday, let's all take a knee. Let's take whatever you want. Take a knee. Anything that bothers you, just take a knee, right? Take a knee. Uh, college students, very upset. They always, they always want to protest something. Anything that bothers them, they don't, they don't realize how the free market works. This is why college is a ripoff. These students don't realize if something bothers you, just go do something else. That's America. That's it. You ready for this? Reed College, wherever the hell Reed College is. Reed College. Students were protesting a mandatory humanities class. Why? Why were they I mean, a mandatory humanities class at college? Why were the students protesting? Because it contained, they were studying, ready? Studying predominantly white authors. And you just can't have that. Of course, that doesn't make you racist. If most of the authors are white and you have a problem with that, based on the color of their skin, that doesn't make you racist. It's, right? Yeah. 
uh, this group, they called themselves Reedies Against Racism, started protesting against Humanities 110, Introduction to Humanities, Greece, and the Ancient Mediterranean. They gave a list, you ready for this? They gave a list of 25 demands. One of them, that the class should be reformed to represent the voices of people of color. What if there weren't people of color back in the day in Greece doing this stuff? I, hmm. You're forcing students to study something that is predominantly white authors. And they are, they are protesting this. Because why not, right? Why not? Yeah. It's it's just stupid. Well, we have to take it. We got got to do it. We gotta, just shut up and take the damn class. I'm sorry. In this class, does it say everybody except for white people are, are terrible? Do they say? Do they say that? Uh, one of the people, the I guess the organizer, Reedies Against Racism, says the course in its current uh, iteration draws from predominantly white authors and relies heavily on the notion that Western customs are the most civilized because they are derived from those of ancient Greeks and Romans who are considered the inventors inventors of civilization. Apparently they have a problem with that. Problem with that. Okay. Imagine if somebody uh, said, you know what, I can't take this class because it's predominantly black authors. That, whoa. Say it's white and they think it's okay. No, we're not. We're, we're done with this stuff. We're do- Stop judging people on the color of their skin. Just stop it. Um, Just like when it comes to the taxes. I don't want to judge people on the color of their skin. They should. They shouldn't be judged. You shouldn't judge people also based on how much money they make or what they're worth or what they have. So you're telling me that, you you know, you can't be or you can't judge somebody by the color of their skin, but you can judge them by their bank account. So stupid. All right, let's play. The the audio, was it clear or is it too muffled? The audio about the the, the students that were afraid of the... The, the, free, the free speech the ball. ball. Yeah. It was a, I, we turned it up. Okay, good, good, good. I meant to tell Check you that. Out. I know you're good. I'm a pro. Um, I want you to hear this. On a college campus, students called the campus police because there was a gigantic beach ball. It was like a really, it was like a beach ball, but like bigger, like huge. They had to blow it up with an air compressor. Um, and this took place at Southern Illinois University. You know what Southern Illinois University is called? The Salukis. Great name. Salukis, baby. Isn't that like uh, the, the Greek treat? I thought it was a dog. I don't know. Savaki? No. Salukis. Oh, you're talking. What is that? What is that? Tzatziki sauce. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Mm. So uh, apparently these students, they wanted free speech. They had this big, giant, giant beach ball blown up. You could write whatever you want on there for free speech. Honestly, it's all so stupid, isn't it? It's like, again, when I was in college, I don't. I have a job. I'm going to school and I have a job. I slept two hours a day. You think I care about writing with my free speeches on a freaking beach ball? Anyway, students apparently were threatened by the beach ball. You have 132 up. The campus police show up. They talk to the people that, that, that are doing this, these conservative students. Just listen to this. Here we go. This is not considered like a public place. This is something we have to get permission to do this. When we okay. Um, so, and I'll, we can go figure out how and where to do that together. Um, right now, we're going to have to put the ball away. It's freaking a lot of people out. Pause it. And usually, whenever. It's, it's up. We got to put this beach ball away. It's freaking a lot of people out. A beach ball. And I say they said it's not a public place. You'll hear it. It's a public university. And it's it's the sidewalk or where they walk on a public of course it's a public place. This yeah, beach ball is uh, really freaking people out. Uh, these these snowflakes can't take a freaking giant beach ball. This is crazy. Here we go. Continue. Whenever, like we have other people here that are in the uh, quad talking about people doing it. Sure, sure. So, but, um, 
So is there, is there a policy here then that just inhibits people from using free speech on a public place? Well, I don't think it's considered a public place. Uh, yes, it is. Is it a state-owned university? Right. It does. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we can go, basically we have to sign up for people to be able to demonstrate here because it's causing okay. problems. Students are calling in because they're scared. Okay. They're scared. They're scared. People scared of the beach ball? Yes. People are reporting that they're scared of the beach ball. What's going on here? Yeah. What's, what could be scary about the beach ball? I can't, uh, I can't interpret on the people's children. So. <laughs> I can't interpret. They're scared of There's this beach ball? You got to send the police. There's a beach ball. Are people throwing it at others? No, they're signing it. Okay, we'll send the campus police. Like Ryan just said to me, this is the same mentality of the people. Same, these people that are scared of beach ball, same mentality of the people here in Tucson that sent a cactus to the Amazon people in Seattle that die to try to get the, the plan here. Real quick, let's do one more, one more, one more. Uh, 133, this is the, the police officer talking to the, uh, the theory of the, the student's kid. I don't want to pull you. I'm not going to try to infringe on your constitutional rights, but at the same time, you got everybody else around here has rights also. And they have a right to go to and form class and not feel intimidated by what by you're representing ball. or your ball. Sure. Yeah, go to class without being intimidated by a beach ball. Very important. Oh, you got oh. You, you should be able to go to class and not be intimidated by a beach ball. All right, we'll continue. 751, back in five. KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Cheese, all that stuff. Good, good, good. So what are they doing? What are they doing? Um, apparently, they're doubling, doubling of standard deductions, consolidating the tax brackets, all this stuff. Uh, Twenty. Here we go. They simplify the tax code, provide tax relief, roughly doubling the standard deduction to twenty four grand for married Taxpayers filing jointly, twelve grand for single filers. Okay, now here's where it is. They go. You know, we have seven tax brackets right now. Seven different things to get taxed. Different things. They want it down to three. Thirty-five percent to be the highest. That'll bring it down. Um, Thirty-five, twenty-five for the second, and then twelve for the uh, people that earn the least amount of income. It was ten. So you'll hear some people freak out about that, but apparently. Typical families in the existing 10% bracket are expected to be better off under the framework because there'll be a larger standard deduction, larger child tax credit, and more tax relief that'll be included during the committee process. By the way, just so you know, the top 5% of income earners in this country pay 70% of all taxes. That means 95% of the rest of us, I'm not in the top five, I'd like to be, 95% of us pay just 30% of everything. So we have that. Um, I don't want to talk about that. I know. I know. Uh, what else? What else? What else? A small business tax rates. This framework limits the maximum tax rate applied to business income of small and family-owned businesses conducted as sole proprietorships, partnerships, S-corps, to 25%. Yeah. Corporate tax rate. You know, it's at, uh, I think it's at 35 now. Highest in the free world. Trump wanted 15, his GOP plan, 20. It's not bad. From 35 to 20? But they better not take that extra savings and ship the freaking jobs overseas and keep that crap. No, 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 no. And Trump won't let that happen. Uh, The average around the world, industrialized world, is 22.5%, so we're below that. They want to eliminate the corporate AMT. I don't want to get into that. Um... They want thinking about reducing double taxation of corporate earnings, all this other stuff. Remember, corporations don't pay taxes. They pass the cost to you and me. All of a sudden, someplace produces microwaves. They get hit with taxes. You know what they do? They add it to the price, so we get to pay for it. That's what it is. Simple. Um, uh, Repatriation. 
transforming what happens now. When we tax the hell out of companies that have money overseas because it makes more sense over there to bring it back here, Trump wants to lower that. They don't give an actual number just yet. You know what, what it's at now? Uh, it's a lot now, I think. I forget. It might be 35% also. I, I'm 100, I, not 100%. I can't remember. My brain is fried. Uh, but anyway, Trump wants to make it easy for those companies to bring their billion. We have we have trillions of dollars, actually, isn't it? It's trillions. It's like a couple of. I think it's. I think it's like I think it's two trillion dollars that are overseas. Again, sorry, I was up since I've been up since two because my my four, my almost nine week old was hungry and demanding, which proves to me a hundred percent he definitely uh, came from my wife. Demanding. Not the hungry part. I don't want to get in trouble. Demanding. Anyway, so uh, that's what's going on there. It's every. It looks like every single tax is going to be lowered, which is like it, which it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Now we'll see if with these idiots. Yeah, $2 trillion is overseas. Imagine that $2 trillion coming back. How many jobs that could create? How many plants can be built? How many factories? All this stuff, man. It's a lot of cheeseburgers. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, that's that's what's going on there. Now we just need these morons to get this crap done. Uh, that's and that's why, by the way, Luther Strange lost in a big way. Why would anybody in Alabama vote? And again, it wasn't even close. Why would they vote at all for a guy who failed to get get rid of Obamacare? He couldn't do the damn job. Hey, don't worry about it. Vote for a guy that I have. That's what Mr. Connor talks like. He talks like this. And apparently, by the way, uh, Axios.com reporting that Trump is now in private has taken to physically mocking Mitch McConnell and John McCain. He imitates, yes, he mocks John McCain with his thumbs down on his historic, because John McCain was up on the full Senate floor. Like, what do you think, Johnny? He did thumbs down like, like the old Roman days, the gladiators. Like, kill him down. So he mocks McCain for that, as he should. And then he mocks Mitch McConnell for he slumps his shoulders, looks lethargic, and he should. Because Mitch McConnell is a failure. He has failed. It's so You have everything right in front of you. You can't get the votes. You can't get these things done, or you don't want to. Maybe you just don't want to. He's an establishment swamp creature. The swamp is getting drained. It started in November, and it's continuing. Jeff Flake is going to go down the drain also. Swirly like a swirly. Right all the way down. It's going to be so good. He is scared, scared, and he should be scared. Or maybe he'll just quit. Maybe he'll just quit. The flake? Uh, I, you know, we can only hope, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, now, why did Trump go out there? What you're saying? Why did Trump back this guy? If he knew, listen, last Friday, what the media concentrates on the NFL, Trump said this may be a mistake. He literally admitted up there with Luther Strange, I might be making a mistake right now. I might be. The other guy, if Luther, he goes, if Luther loses, I'm going to go. I'm going to campaign for the other guy. I'm going to campaign hard, right? That's what he said. So why, oh, why did Trump go? His freaking son-in-law. And he was trying to, he was hoping. I think he really thought that he could get health care. He wanted Obama, this is my thing. He wanted Obamacare to get done so badly. He didn't want to slap Mitch McConnell directly in the face just yet and say, I'm going for the guy that you don't like. Mitch, if you can get health care done, I'll back your guy. And Mitch failed. Failed bigly. Yep. Politico said Trump was encouraged to pick strange before the August primary by son-in-law and advisor Jared Kushner. 
leans very left, as well as other aides, White House, White House officials said. He was never going to endorse Alabama Republican Mo Brooks, who has at times opposed Trump's agenda, and he knew little about more, officials said. Hmm. According to the Washington Post, Trump's advisors were deeply divided on whether Trump should risk jetting to Alabama to prop up Strange. But the establishment forces reportedly waged an intense behind-the-scenes campaign to convince Trump he could carry Strange across the finish line with an appearance in Alabama. Oh. Love this one. You ready for this? Chief of Staff John Kelly was reportedly hesitant about sending Trump to Alabama. Thought he could waste his political capital. Establishment senators were unwilling to let the president turn his attention elsewhere because they worried a strange defeat could prompt some GOP senators to retire. Avoid facing the wrath of anti-establishment voters and the likes of Bannon's Breitbart News, according to the Washington Post, Bob Costa. There you go. According to that. Hmm. Uh, oh, this guy, Robert Costa, for the Washington Post, pointed out that Luther Strange, the establishment consultant uh, for Luther Strange, is named Jeff Rowe. He fed regular updates to Jared Kushner constantly. Constantly. Wow. Huh. Bob Bob Corker, who just announced his retirement yesterday because he must have seen the polls and realized that the establishment guy was going to lose, senator from Tennessee. According to the Washington Post, Bob Corker told Trump, quote, you've got to go. We need you there. That's why he retired yesterday. That's why he said, I'm not going to I'm not going to run against a challenger. Not going to happen. They all know. That's why you hear Jeff Flake in our newscast. When was the last time you heard Jeff Flake in the newscast? When was the last time you heard Jeff Flake talk about Obamacare. He went on the news all the time to do what? Rip Trump, try to push his book. Trump the worst. Trump's the worst. Trump's the worst. When did he actually say something that, you know what? Here's my idea to make your health insurance more affordable. Never. And all of a sudden, Jeff Flake was on Fox News this morning. All of a sudden, Jeff Flake has a press conference about why we need to get rid of Obamacare, and he's going to fight it, fight it, fight it. Little late to the party, El Jefe. Oh, you have an update of Jeff Flake's book? Oh, yes, I do. Would uh, you like it? How many has he sold so far? Oh, the breaking news, Jeff Flake's book sales. 1,577. Are you kidding me? No. Average rank is 63,244. On Amazon.com. On Amazon.com. Wow. Dot UK, He's dot all the All the pub that he did... From the loving media, because he bashed Trump. He's yep. only sold 1,577 books. Yep. And how many were we responsible for? Because Bruce was pushing it when I was out. Oh, at least 1,000 yeah. of them. Yeah. At least. Well, we know when he loses, he's not going to be an author. I'll tell you that. I mean, that's just a failed venture right there. Or listen to. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't that just great? Are you not excited about this, by the way? Again, this is huge. The establishment took it in the shorts. In the shorts. Why is nobody talking about this? By the way, all right, so we played in the last hour, too. Real, I want to play the uh, Puerto Rican governor real quick. Puerto Rican governor Ricardo Rossello on CNN this morning because people, are, the media is like, hey, President Trump, why are you preoccupied on the NFL? You caught your lead in Puerto Rico hang in the wind, which is not true. Listen to what the Puerto Rican governor said to CNN this morning. Go. 
is unprecedented. Uh, th there was assets, there was a preemption. We did get a pre-land, uh, pre-landfall emergency declaration. We what? did have boats uh, stationed outside of Puerto Rico uh, prior to the storm to make sure that they could arrive as, as soon as possible. What? But the level of devastation is is enormous. I mean, this is a, a second category four or five hurricane that passes Puerto Rico in the span of two weeks. Uh, we've seen major devastation, and uh, the important thing is that the federal government uh, reacts. Both uh, the administration, uh, you know, the, the president has been uh, calling me uh, continuously. We've been in contact, and they've been making their resources available. Uh, Congress has also pledged their support. I've spoken to a dozen uh, senators oh, and man. congressmen uh, between yesterday and, and today in the morning, and they've pledged their support for, for an important aid package. What? What? Well, there's that. So he's on the phone constantly, all the time. But the media wants you to think that Trump doesn't do crap. So there you go. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Do you think that Flake is going to actually stick this out? Do you think that Flake's going to retire? Is his ego too big? I mean, Bob Cork has a heck of an ego. Uh, and he was very critical of Trump. And he's going bye-bye now. He's bye. See you later. Bye. This is freaking huge. Huge. And again, the media, they can't say... Those Trump supporters are mindless robots. They'll do anything he says. They'll, they'll wherever he he goes, he could he could shoot puppies in the head and they'll back him. I don't think so. I don't think so. And by the way, Trump's already already uh, tweeting about Roy Moore is going to help make America great again. Already deleted his tweets in support of Luther Strange. <laughs> I love it, Mitch McConnell. Man, what a bad day. Obamacare repeal fails. His pick, Luther Strange, fails, and Bob Corker, his establishment buddy in the Senate, retires. Not looking good for this guy. 823. Uh, there's more to talk about. There always is. We got the U of A story we got to get to. Uh, but you know what? I want to also get to your money being wasted. A study. Uh, it's all about trying to make people that are obese not obese. Wait till you hear this one that you're paying for. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. A29, thank you for hanging out. About 90 for a high today. A little warm. I want a little cooler. Give me 86. You stop it. You knock it off. Real quick, Washington Free Beacon. I love this National Institutes of Health. I love I love these uh, pointing these, these wasteful things out. But what I want to know is, how come these wasteful studies keep on happening despite Jeff Flake being in the Senate? Easy. I call out all the waste. Yeah, you call it out. What do you do about it? Nothing. I just call it out. I'm a senator, monitor. Anyway, uh, the feds are now spending $429,000 tracking eye movements of Latinos at grocery stores to fight obesity. Oh, yeah. Dude, if I was Latino, I'd be mad. I don't want anybody tracking my eye movements. Yeah, how are they doing that? Because then when I'm checking out, like, you know, I'm not, not like I would check out other women, but I'm just saying... God forbid, like, you sneeze and all of a sudden, and then that got back to your wife. No, I, l listen, honey, that lady that was wearing the yoga pants was standing near the whole wheat bread. That's why I was looking at her. Whole wheat bread. I wasn't looking at her. It was the whole wheat bread. Happened to be next to her rear end, but it was the whole wheat bread, okay? I can't help it if I have excellent peripheral vision. Latin guy here. <laughs> With my hot Latin blood, I, we can't help it. It's just how it is. We see things. Always. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're playing that card. Yeah, why not? I know. It's working. San Diego State University using eye-tracking technology to determine how overweight people make their decisions on what to buy at the grocery store. That looks good. Really? I mean, I mean, I mean, you know what looks good? Potato chips. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're cut wavy. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're buying things that aren't on the outside of the stores at all times. Really? You have to do this? This, this two-year mixed-method study will use eye-tracking technology to identify aspects of the in-store environment that cue parents' and children's purchase requests. You know what cues my kid's requests when he sees Lightning McQueen on a cereal box? Yep. And then he doesn't even eat the cereal, though. He just wants to eat Lightning McQueen. He did that one time. Maybe buy some kind of cereal. I'm like, you're not going to eat that. Yes, I am. Never had it. Did you eat it? No, I don't eat that stuff. No. Well, bring it in. I'll eat it. Stop it. So parents and kids will each wear eye-tracking glasses during a single grocery shopping trip that capture visual and audio data for the entire shopping trip from both the parents and the child's perspectives. Why just Latinos? Because they are disproportionately affected by overweight and obesity. They shop more frequently than the general population, more likely to shop with children. Here again, white people not getting a fair shake. <laughs> you guys don't take your kids shopping. That's why. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. That's why you get the, all the good stuff. You can so, take your time. So the obese white people left behind for the obese Hispanic <laughs> people. Son of a. Uh, Come on. All right, we'll have more on this because I think it's funny. And uh, Jeff Flake was asked, why are you now basically coming out saying that uh, you are all about going against Obamacare? Wait till you hear his answer. Coming up at about six. Here's Fox. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 841 on this uh, Trump Day. Yes, wait, I like this part. I like this part. This is a good part. I don't like this song, but I like this part. I don't like the singers. Yes, thank you. It's called The Bill. There you go. Thank you. I, I'm, I've never been a DJ. Thank God. Or dancing. That too. That too. You're not a hoofa? I'm I know a that hoofa. is. I take offense to that. That's what Christopher Walken calls I, himself. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Okay, then I like it. He's a dancer. <laughs> He's a dancer. When I go a dancing. <laughs> He's a great dancer. I click my heels. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, U of A. Oh, boy. Big, 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 big problems there. Uh, huge basketball. I mean, very successful basketball program. Maybe now we know why. Uh, assistant coach, uh, Book Richardson, Book is the nickname, uh, caught by the FBI paying players to come to the U of A. Uh-oh, taking bribes, $20,000. Why would he do this? Dude's making two hundred and what thirty five grand a year. What do you need twenty grand for? Gave some to the player, kept some for himself. That's what is reported by the FBI. So now the question, of course, is what did Sean Miller know, if anything, and when did he know it, if he did know, Right. Second thing that I think you need to know, the establishment took it right in the face yesterday. Uh, their guy, Luther Strange, lost bigly by 10 points. Bigly. To the more Trump-backed, even though Trump didn't back him, but the Trump supporters back candidate, Roy Moore. How about that? General election comes up in December. He'll go against the Democrat. He'll win. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, and the swamp is draining, by the way. Third thing, tax plans being leaked out by the GOP. Uh, reduction in... in uh, in the amount of brackets from 7 to 3, reduction in rates when it comes to just about everybody. Of course, uh, the, the uh, lowest income at 10% would be raised to 12, but they get more money back for child tax credit. They'll get other stuff of our money, of course. Uh, so business, corporate tax, small business, everything reduced across the board. Jobs, jobs, jobs. That's what is being leaked out right now. Hasn't been formally actually uh, announced. But I put, a, uh, I put the leaks on my page, details. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. You see it. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, let Jeff Flake. We have the Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake just a little while ago on Fox News. You hear him on our news. 
Jeff Flake all of a sudden is talking about Obamacare. When was the last time you heard him talk about Obamacare? Do you even remember? All of a sudden, he kind of admits it. He, here he is talking about uh, voting for Graham-Cassidy, which would have repealed, I guess, Obamacare to a little bit by taking the power away from D.C., putting it to the states, whatever. Uh, this is what uh, Jeff Flake said. Here we go. Uh, intended to vote for Graham-Cassidy. I voted for the other uh, measures that would have repealed and replaced. So, you know, 155,000 Arizonans will wake up this morning without any insurance. Uh, they will have paid a fine to the federal government because they can't find affordable insurance. And so they're hurting badly. And that's why uh, I was uh, certainly in favor of uh, measures to repeal and replace. Pause it. You hear the fire in him? I mean, that's an energetic guy right there. Dude, he makes he makes Jeb Bush look like he has energy. You mean low energy Jeb? Well, it's low energy Jeff. Yeah, man, I can tell you're fighting for me. I could hear the passion in you as you're trying to make sure my health insurance costs go down every single month. Oh, he needs some milk. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Slow in calcium. Dude, get a freaking pulse, man. Are you alive? You really care about me? You're really showing it. Oh, yeah, the passion, the fire. Well, that's just, no, I'm a, I'm a guy that just talks like this. I mean, I can't help it. And it, Imagine if a person worked for you. You're like, aren't you passionate about the product? Aren't you passionate about what we do here? Well, yes. I, get out of here. You're fired. You're done. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? There's more. He admits that he's basically just for show. Here we go. Do you think it's going to play a factor, this failure, to get something passed uh, in primary races like yours, uh, where you're facing uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, uh, because simply people are angry at Washington, and they don't understand how, after seven years of promises, the White House, the Senate, and the House, something didn't get across the finish line. Well, I certainly think if I had voted against or uh, stood against this proposal, it would negatively affect my reelection, certainly. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but I've been in favor. I think I've voted 30-some times to repeal and replace and, and uh, would do the same now. So... I think for those who were voting against it, uh, yeah, they'd have a bit of problem explaining that. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes, if I would have uh, voted stood against this or voted against it, it would have negatively affected my yes. But I, I voted for it 30 seconds. But you know what it means? Nothing. Don't mistake effort for accomplishment. Why weren't you leading the charge? Again, remember this. Let me remind you. You remember the election last year, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody on the Republican side kept saying, because it was the big story about Obamacare, Arizona's premium's up 116%. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying 50 bucks a month, you're paying well over 100 If you're paying 500 you're paying well over 1000 Over 116% up. Everybody was saying it, except for John McCain and Jeff Flake. Where were you fighting for us? Well, I was fighting very hard. Can't you tell in my voice? I was just doing this, and it was, it was working out really well and stuff. And it's just, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, man. So he voted for it 37 Holy times crap. when it didn't matter, right, to repeal it? Well, I mean, they knew Obama would never sign it. That's exactly. You know, we have that soundbite, too, from Trump. Can you find, I can take a call in a sec. You get the one from Trump. We didn't play it from a couple days ago. It's probably still on there. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. You know that random one from Trump, like we have any other ones, where he said it was from Alabama. We didn't get a chance. Yes, no yes, yes. We'll get to that in just a second. Let's go to Brian. Brian, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, how you guys doing? Today? All right. 
When, when am I going to be able to go to the uh, cereal aisle, aisle and buy a box of Jeff's uh, Low Energy Flakes? There you go. <laughs> well, as soon as he loses his job, maybe he can start doing that. You know, <laughs> it's going to be. You know, it'll help you sleep at night. Yeah, do you have Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Eat the Jeff Flake Low Energy Flakes. It'll put you right to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say I'm getting really tired because I hope his people are listening. I'm getting really tired of calling up there to his offices and telling them to stop referring to him as a conservative. We all know it's a lie. Thank you. For God's sake. You, dude, they are it's an listening. insult to real conservatives everywhere every time he says it. Mm-hmm. You, you're oh, right. and with that box of cereal, sir, I think you should be able to give away one of those books. You know, get a free book. <laughs> box of cereal, get a free book. <laughs> exactly. Brian, I appreciate it, man. See Thank you, bud. Thank you. You know what's great? You get those cereal boxes. It's been a long time since I really, I haven't eaten cereal in a long time. And, you know, again, my wife, she looks at my figure a lot. So I'm told. Anyway. Uh, you know how like, you get the big box and it's like only like a third full? Yeah. So you could fit one of those books in there pretty easily. Easily. Yeah. But then the cereal won't sell either because you'll get a free book that you don't want. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what? Brian brought up a great point, too, before we play what Trump said. Uh, and, and Rush talked about it. He hinted it for a couple of days. The guy, Kirk Schlickler, I follow him on, uh, on, on Twitter, a former special forces guy. And he's funny and he's fearless. And he wrote a piece, I think, at Town Hall about how conservatives are just a bunch of fakes. You know, because if you remember the, uh, the primary... All these so-called conservatives, whether they were in D.C. or like your friends on Facebook or whatever, they loved Marco Rubio. He's a real conservative. Ted Cruz, a real conservative. This one, a real conservative. Trump's not a real conservative. And like those guys are just out of touch with reality. What have those real conservatives done? You know what they've done? Helped Obamacare stay. Watch jobs go overseas. They talk a good game and they never do anything. They never do anything that has any meaningful difference. They let jobs leave. That's what conservatives do. They want to give amnesty and not secure the border. That's what conservatives do. Give me a break. Freaking guy. Here, here's Trump in uh, Alabama last Friday. Listen to this. I've been listening for seven years. Passion. As many of these people, now Richard kept voting against it, but many of these people kept saying, repeal and replace, repeal and replace. Then they finally have. Now, they didn't care. Nobody cared because they had a president that wasn't going to sign it. And they didn't have the Senate, so it didn't matter. So it didn't take much courage. So they were getting all these great votes, you know, like, I think they voted, what, 61 times. Like 61 times to repeal or replace. They finally get a president who will sign the legislation, and they don't have the guts to vote for it. Okay? They don't have the guts to vote for it. Didn't he say Richard Richard voted uh, voted against it? Yeah. Threw, Threw him out there. Yeah. Don't you think? Yep, 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 yep. That's what he does. That's, That's what he does. By the way, Drudge just tweeted, first keep Obamacare, because more stuff, more information's coming out about the tax thing. Drudge tweets, first keep Obamacare, now raise taxes on top earners, at least illusion there is difference between parties is finished once and for all. That's why Roy Moore won, so they're raising taxes on the richest people. So what, because you got to stand up? You got you to make sure that you get some votes from Nancy and Chuck? This we want somebody. I wish Trump would get up there. And it's not all Trump's idea. This is this is Paul Ryan's baby. Get up there and go. Hey, Nancy and Chuck, the top five percent earners pay seventy percent. Is that not enough for you? Right, I'm sorry. You're against again. You're against uh, uh, judging people on the color of their skin, right, and their gender and sex. Why are Why are you judging people based on their bank account? That's not cool either. Call them out, man. Call them out. Sacrificial lambs, there you go. We'll continue. 851 KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Trump, Paul Ryan, it's out there. Uh, Gary Cohen, Trump's top economic advisor, said, I mean, it's like tax cuts for everybody, except there could be a 
levy, a tax levy, a 1% increase, who knows, or some kind of increase, some kind of levy on the wealthiest 1%. But Republicans said they weren't going to raise taxes. Trump said, I'm not raising taxes. Is this just trying to get Democrats, uh, Democrats to support it, to get the votes? Is that the deal? Is that the sacrificial? Now, Grant, I'm getting emails. Trump's tax plan is designed to help middle class, the lower tax rate, and tax rates, uh, uh, yes, to, to, to help the middle class with a lower tax rate. And that's what happens there. Wait, what you, qualifies you, as middle class, though? Because uh, they always skew that, I, I, skew I, I, that thing. That's most of America. That's why. Right. Well, I know. I, I know. It's not the top 1%. Wow. It's not right. the top 5%. I consider myself to be middle class, but the way my taxes fall, they think I'm I'm freaking living in a mansion. Hey, take that up with Trump, man. He wants he wants three different brackets. I know, but he wants three different brackets. Three Instead of like seven, he wants three... So you'll be right in that middle one. Right in that middle one. By the way, what's corporate tax dropped from 39.6 to 20? It's pretty big. Anyway, got that three things I think you need to know. But it's one of those things, right? They say they get rid of Obamacare. What happened? Nothing. Bupkis. Uh, where's the walls? It, it, they, it, prototypes are being built. They're being built. But like every single time, there's something that they're fighting Trump on. They're fighting it and they're fighting it and they're fighting it. However, Trump's the guy that said no taxes, and Trump's guy's like, we're going to have a levy. We could have a levy to pay for things. So uh, that's that's what's disappointing there. That's, Are they bringing in tariffs? I don't know on about imported that. goods. I, that that's that's different. That's not taxes. That's, it's, it's still money that we're but, not. But it's not that we're not paying that. That's coming from outside. Right. So, but there's but there's, how this, many goods? This, we have this, a big this, trade this, this is this is just income taxes, corporate taxes, business tax. That's all this is. So all this is. You want to fight? Uh, <laughs> right now? No. <laughs> so you told me to look up this picture of Sean Miller. Yes, he's very sweaty. I told oh you. He's very, I know. It's it's disturbing. Uh, Matt Berry tweeted this. One, Sean Miller makes over $3 million a year. Undershirts aren't that expensive. Well, yep. And, and two, it's, it's 11 minutes into the 11 game. 11 minutes in, and he, <laughs> yep. yeah, he's, he was soaked. But maybe it was hot there. That's a lot. Yeesh. It's gross. Makes me, <laughs> makes me want to shower. Bring his shirt out. Yeah. Um, so we have that. There we go. Which is nice. Uh, all right, I want to play for you a. Uh, and this, this is this chick just keeps on talking. I hope she keeps talking, Hillary. I hope she never goes away because she's just screwing up the Democrats' plans if they can't screw it up enough, and the Republicans screwing it up too. Let's play a soundbite really fast. Number one thirty-one, if you can. One thirty-one. Hillary on Bloomberg News with Charlie Rose, who's like uh, he's like a thousand. Uh, just listen to this. Here we go about Trump. But I don't think he really values so democracy, why? Charlie. Okay, so he doesn't Trump's value democracy. Democracy. No, I don't. I think he. I think he's he wants. He's, he's a, not a Democrat, little D. No, he's not. He's a top-down guy, and he's an authoritarian. He's a, he he has tendencies toward authoritarianism. So he's no different than Putin. Well, he you know hopefully hasn't ordered the killing of people and journalists and the like. But really, he hasn't. Hopefully, he hasn't done that. Hopefully, he hasn't done that. Somewhere, Vince Foster is turning over in his grave, but. Wow. That's very civil. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a beaut, isn't it, Clark? That's great. Uh, one more. We played, the like, what, half an hour ago, the uh, Puerto Rican governor yes. saying that the White House uh, president, they're on the phone with him constantly. Yes. Apparently, I think we're, we've going, we're going through hurricane fatigue. We've done a lot for the people in Houston, uh, the people in Florida, and then Puerto Rico gets nailed, and we get it, right? We get it. There's somebody named Sonny Hostin. Sonny Hostin. Number 130. 130, please. 
Uh, Sonny Hostin is, I guess, a a host of The View. Now, you just got to hear this. Uh, she doesn't even accuse Trump of being racist. So you did a lot of help for people in Houston and Florida. And she's wondering why you haven't helped people in Puerto Rico yet. Uh, listen to what she said on The View. Here we go. You know, because Puerto Ricans are United States citizens, I'm just so surprised that there was this this swell of support when the hurricanes hit Florida and and, and hit the, the mainland. But we have heard silence from so many citizens. I, I just it, it's hurtful. What do you think? I don't. Reason? I I hope it's not because Puerto Rico has a lot of brown people. Oh, really? And I hate I, to put it out there, I, but, I, but I really hope that that's not the case, that people don't realize that these are your brothers and well, sisters. Well, the federal government may be having a different response than the people. Yeah, because they're helping all the time, even though Trump's racist, though, right? I mean, he's racist. So, you know, come on. Uh, you know, by the way, uh, it was possible to actually donate to Houston and say, I only want this going to white people. And in Florida, too. Just white people. I mean, how stupid can you freaking be? Holy crap. I want this money going to Jerry Lindwell only. (laughs) I mean, what a moron that chick is. You Listen, you haven't helped. You're racist. Maybe people are tapped out. Maybe they have fatigue. Maybe they have their own problems. We've given a lot. That's what we do. Ugh. No brown people at all in Houston, Texas. Or Florida. Thanks, Sonny. Who is that person? Who are these people? That's why nobody... Uh, ignorant ignorant chicks watch. I can say that. I'm going to generalize. And I base it on my cousin, who's ignorant and watches that. Oh, The View? Yes. Well. It's true. Daytime television. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so we got that. That's cool. Um, now, oh, do we have any... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to hear this, by the way. Let's do a little Trump thing. 129 on North Korea. Just one one more. I want to throw this out there, and then we'll get to the U of A stuff. And, uh, man, there's so much we still have to get to. Holy crap, man. Um, This is Trump yesterday at the press conference. Again, presidential, stuff like that. Uh, North Korea. Calls it like he sees it. Just listen to this. Here we go. We are totally prepared for the second option, not a preferred option. But if we take that option, it will be devastating. I can tell you that. Devastating for North Korea. That's called the military option. If we have to take it, we will. He's acting very badly. He's saying things that should never, ever be said. And we're replying to those things, but it's a reply. It's not an original statement. It's a reply. But the things that he said over the last year, and if you look back, the things that he said to past administrations, North Korea is a situation that should have been handled 25 years ago, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, and five years ago, and it could have been handled much more easily. Yep. You had various administrations, many administrations, which left me a mess. Yep. But I'll fix the mess. So we'll see what happens with North Korea. I will fix the mess. That's true. He was paid off and ignored. The, uh, the the crazy fat kid and his dad, who's now dead. Uh, there you go. He was paid off, uh, and they kept growing their program and ignoring us. And Bush ignored it, and Obama ignored it, and Clinton ignored it. They all ignored it. Now enough is enough. So we have that. And then we played the other soundbite, which was just great. Trump saying he's not distracted by Porter, uh, by the NFL. 
He's not distracted. He can't. I mean, give me a break. Um, so we have that. 918. Now, uh, the details about the U of A scandal. I mean, they are freaking huge. 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 Are you a U of A basketball fan? Does this bother you? Does it, you don't even care. You think this is going to be bad for the community, bad for the school. What if the U of A basketball program gets hit with so many penalties, it goes crashing down? Because it's been really good for a very, very long time. Uh, I'll give you the details, apparently, what the FBI says happened, coming up in about uh, five. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. 923, thank you for hanging out. Listen. At KNST.com, I have a video up. It's the uh, the video with the college students. And what college? Oh, Southern Illinois University. They uh, they have a free speech ball. Big, gigantic beach ball where people can write whatever they want. And apparently, it freaked out some students, some snowflakes on campus, and they called the campus police. They were afraid of the gigantic beach ball that was just sitting. Not being thrown around, just sitting. And uh, you have to see the conversation the campus police had with the people that, that organized the, the giant beach ball. Yeah, they free, freaked out. We're, we're scared of the beach ball. It's on my page, KNST.com. I will put it on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, please, please check that out. It's going to be about 90 today for the high. Pretty nice, right? Um, so we have that. Uh, all right, so this, this, this is what's going on with the... Um, with the University of Arizona. Again, this this is the story. This is a huge thing. Book Richardson. This dude is making, I think it was something like 235000 bucks a year. When you live in Tucson, Arizona, and you make two hundred thirty-five grand a year, you live pretty well. You know? I mean, you, you do all right. Apparently, this guy got busted. Three other assistant coaches in different colleges, too. Uh, this guy was getting bribed. He was taking bribes to get players. To, he was taking some of the money, giving it to the players to play at the U of A, and then was telling some of the players, you should go sign with this agent, who he was getting the, the bribes from, the cash from, and uh, you should use this financial advisor, who he was getting bribes from as well. That's where it all came down to. He was getting kickbacks and using the money to get good players to come here. Did Sean Miller, the head coach, know about this? That's what everybody needs to know, because this is not good. And apparently, according to the local paper, uh, there's another highly regarded recruiting class coming in next year. U of A is going to be either number one or number two in the country when it comes to their recruits. Is this because they're paying a whole bunch of them? Is that what's happening? FBI investigated this for two years. NCAA did not know about it at all. Book Richardson is the guy's name. That's the assistant coach. He's been with Sean Miller 11 years, nine in Arizona, two at Xavier. And um, as you've heard through the news, they're supposed to have a media day today at the U of A, the basketball team, and they canceled that. Smart move. I'm pretty sure I know what question would be asked, right? Right? Um, uh, what was your most enchanting day <laughs> exactly. on the court? Getting some Obama questions in there? Yes. Oh, man. So there's bribe, bribing that's happening. Uh, and it happened between these guys, other two guys involved that were doing the paying, Christian Dawkins and Munish, M-U-N-I-S-H, Munish sued. Munish sued. Uh, according to the FBI, they paid Book Richardson $20,000 in bribes, some of which Book Richardson appears to have kept for himself, and uh, some of which he provided to at least one prospective high school basketball player. At least one. They haven't named who it is. Love to find out who it is. In exchange, Book Richardson agreed to direct the U of A players to hire Christian Dawkins as a manager and Munish sued as a financial advisor. 
when they're done with college. That's how the cycle went. Because these players would count on this guy, and they trust Book Richardson, and they think that he has their best interests in mind, but he got paid to do it. Hmm. And this is not the only college, but it's the college that's right here in town. That's why it's a big deal. Uh, FBI did some wiretapping. Apparently, Book Richardson said he collected 15 grand uh, and told Munich Shud and under and an undercover FBI agent that the player in question had committed, but his mother was asking for more money because she didn't know what I was already doing for her son. So there you go. So that they got him all this. It's on tape. They recorded it. I mean, he's dead to rights. But I'm just wondering, is he going to start singing like a bird, like a canary? You know, they want to crack down on this. Who knew about it? Did Sean Miller know about it? Did anybody at the university know about it? Uh, I mean, Sean Rich, maybe Sean Miller's like, I thought he was just a great recruiter. I mean, before he joined Sean Miller at Xavier, it says here that he helped recruit a lot of East Coast players uh, to Arizona because he used to be like one of one of the um, amateur coaches uh, out on the East Coast, I think in New York. Yes, he, he ran the New York Gauchos travel ball program before going to Sean Miller to Xavier. And that's how these guys do it. They know all these hot hotshot prospects, and the coaches want them to come to their schools. So they go, I'll hire that coach. Maybe some of the players will follow him. Maybe he has connections with even other players around the because it's travel ball. So he gets the, the top players from all over the area at high schools to go on his travel team. So he has connections with local coaches. So Sean Miller is just an example, and other, other NC2A coaches do it too. All right, let's use your connections to get good players to come to my college. We'll pay you. That's how it works. I get it. But now he got busted, this 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 guy, for uh, paying players to come, at least one, to come to the U of A. And you know it wasn't just one. It had to not be just one, right? U of A is saying that, all right, we, um, this is not acceptable. It's not the, it doesn't reflect the principles of uh, the athletics department, other, other stuff, blah, 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 blah. Again, one of the guys from USC, an assistant coach from USC, so two Pac-12 schools got busted. It says here also, uh, Book Richardson involved in the recruitment of highly regarded New Jersey point guard Javon Quinterly, a high school senior who last month committed to play for the Wildcats in 2018-2019. Was there a payment made? These are questions that we can ask. Again, this guy, but I mean, why? Did he have major debts? You're making 235 grand a year. Do you really need the $20,000 that badly? Or even because he kept some of it. He kept some of it. Uh, there was another uh, column, Greg Hansen, a local sports writer here for the local paper. Uh, corruption, bribery, fraud, and conspiracy could be Arizona Wildcats' new Final Four. It's tough, man. It's tough. So he sits back and he wonders, just like me, this is why I thought it was interesting. Like, why would you do this? Why would you do it? You're making two hundred thirty-five grand a year. Why would you like get bribed for twenty thousand dollars? So this writer for the local paper, Greg Hansen, writes, was Richardson miffed that Sean Miller promoted former assistant coach Joe Pasternak to associate head coach and paid him $302,000? Or that another assistant, Mark Phelps, hired six years after Richardson was being paid two hundred fifty-seven grand. So he's getting paid more. But maybe they just had different responsibilities that required different salaries. Right? These are not the only schools that do this, by the way. Uh, ESPN analyst Jay Billis said yesterday that the NC2A, this is a systemic issue. It's been going this, it's been going this route and doing this unchecked for 30 or 40 years. 
One paragraph of the 58-page complaint signed by a special agent of the FBI, John Verderis, says that the flesh peddlers involved in the scheme, quote, agreed to deprive Richardson's employer of his honest services by soliciting and receiving bribes. Hmm. So, I mean, what did it take to get the five-star recruits coming to Arizona? If this hurts the program, this is going to hurt our local economy. If all of a sudden that team goes into the crapper and gets penalties, good players are going to leave that are on the team, and good players are not going to come here in the future, not for a long time. Well, maybe they should get rid of the um, the Oops people, save some money, cut tuition. Because they're going to need a cheaper tuition yeah. to entice people to come here. Uh, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm serious. You're going to have to cut a lot of the fat I, now. They, but they get scholarships, or they might lose scholarships. They're just not going to get the better players, right? They're not going to get the better players. I mean, this it's a basketball program here. Lute Olsen going all the way back. I, I get it. Um, and some places are just, you know, havens for it. You know, some little towns, they just do well recruiting for football or basketball or whatever, and you don't know about it. It's just the way it is. You go there and you get good or it's a great coach. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe Sean Miller's just a great coach and and he he could do it and he had no idea this was happening. I and mean, that's what you have to assume uh, because you're innocent until proven guilty, but you have to say, man, okay, what's going on? And I'm sure Sean Miller will actually say something. Um, but Sean Miller needs to do it sooner rather than later because I think the longer Sean Miller stays silent, the more people are going to say, hmm, uh, why aren't you commenting? If you have if you had nothing uh, to do with this, you should be saying that. Was it one of those where it's a president, where it's, you know, I don't know how you do your job, but just get it done, but leave me out of it to protect me? Uh, you know, hey, uh, you can comment if you'd like, 880-KNST, 880-5678. But let me just tell you again, uh, this is going to be a very, very, very uh, big problem for the University of Arizona. And it's, I, I just don't see how they get out of something like this. This is when the feds, not the NCAA, but even the feds get in there. Because the NCAA is going to come down after this, by the way, and do some kind of suspension or penalties and strip scholarships and who knows what. But the feds are involved, man. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. This guy's facing 60 years in the slammer. When you're facing 60 years, you're going to talk. Yep, this guy knew it, and this guy knew it, and that guy knew it, and that guy knew it. So to me, the longer that Sean Miller doesn't say anything means there's people talking and there's deals being made, and I, that's how it is. Uh, 9.33. We'll continue. There's, uh, there's always more. Always more. We have so much to get to still. Uh, NFL news. The Patriots. Remember the Patriots? So Tom Brady said Trump was divisive. Trump's buddy, Bob Kraft, the owner, said Trump was divisive. Guess what the Patriots apparently are going to do this weekend? We'll get to it coming up at about 6 right now on KNST. It's Fox. He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 943. You can have me 24-7. And my wife's like, please, take them. Garrett Lewis channel on iHeartRadio. Download the free app. It's easy. Or just go to iHeartRadio.com. See it there. Just search Garrett Lewis on iHeartRadio app or iHeartRadio.com. Hit follow. And then you'll get, like, the updates. Whenever Ryan puts something up there he thinks is good, he'll do that. And it's great. Uh, so just just do that, okay? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, we've been talking about U of A basketball program in major freaking trouble, man. FBI arrest the uh, the assistant coach, uh, Book, 
That's his name. What's his nickname? Book. Book Richardson. Uh, apparently, he was getting paid off uh, to p- put uh, to push Arizona college players to certain financial advisors and agents. Uh, and he was also taking some of the money he's getting paid off with to tell great recruits, apparently, to come play at the University of Arizona. Not good. FBI arrested him. Jeez. Uh, well, again, waiting for statements. What did Sean Miller know, and when did he know it? Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the establishment, oh, they're hurting. The, the swamp is being drained, drained, drained. Uh, Luther Strange, this the swamp pick, and Trump got bad advice and backed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mitch McConnell's boy. Lost bigly. $30 million in ads. Trump, Pence all supporting him. The people know, and they picked Roy Moore. Uh, so he is going to run against Democrat in December, and he'll win. He is against DACA and Amnesty and for the Raise Act. Good, 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 good. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the tax plan has come out, and it looks like there's lower taxes for everybody, but there may be a surcharge for the wealthiest 1%. Uh, not good. You said you're going to not raise taxes. or Should we, should we care? 